Hi, welcome to Grown Up Disney Family with Millennial and Gen X. So we just finished watching the first episode of Magic of Disney's Animal Kingdom with Kenya the Gutsy Giraffe. Giraffe are my favorite wild animal. So clearly this series premiere was made specifically for me. Um, but I'm going to say that the thing that I found most touching was the story about popcorn, the chicken. Yes. Um, so there, there were how many subs different stories? There, there's the, the giraffe, elephant story, the, the giraffe story, and, and, the, chicken. and the chicken story. Yeah. That was it. Yeah, it was okay. three each. They showed, um, different regions of the park. Oh, and the other story was the light up tree. Oh yeah. That they installed um in the in the elephant habitat um for sunset yeah, to safaris. Simulate. I couldn't think of the word. Yeah. Sunset safaris. So um it was nice to see the people who work there and um to get a look at the animals. I have a a weird kinda feeling about animals in captivity I feel like animals shouldn't be in captivity but I also know that you know a lot of these wild animals would be extinct if there wasn't if there weren't their species in captivity and they weren't breeding programs and things like that oh. so I have a mixed feelings with the breeding programs because the reality is is even though we're breeding them these animals can never be released. Everybody always says to me, oh, well, they're breeding them. If, if something happened, we could release them. They're dependent upon us for food. And even if we, you know, were to put them, like you take a tiger and you put it back out in the savanna, the tiger's going to look for people because yeah. it knows where the food comes from. Okay. Um, so my feeling is is yes you're preserving the species but people need to understand that breeding programs only preserve the continuation of the species in captivity okay you can't you know it's with something like that you know a snake well like i was going to say well like what or, if they're breeding turtles you can put the eggs out there and they'll yeah. hatch turtles you know reptiles are different they're more instinctual but anything you're that you're not going to birth a baby elephant and drop it off in in, in the Africa middle of Africa and, and it's going to go off. I mean, you saw the how well trained was that elephant by the staff? That because, was incredible. They were putting a GoPro in his mouth, yeah. and and they're just saying, "Oh, good, Mackie. Yeah. Oh, nice open." Like when we tell the dog, "Oh, good knock," when she yeah. you know when the puppy knocks on the door properly. Yeah. Because these animals are highly intelligent and they're... Not that reptiles aren't intelligent, but it's different, you know. Reptiles are more instinctive. They do things by... Survival By, by the ways that they know, by instinct. Whereas these animals are extremely smart. They're trainable in the right conditions. Sort of like and me. So what they've learned, you know, when you put them in captivity, what they learn is... The human is where I get my food from. I can snarl and hiss and whatnot at it, but... They're still going to bring them a food. So if you put them out somewhere, you run the danger of this potential predator coming to people. You know, the elephant. The elephant was just putting his 
foot up and whatnot. And you saw with the giraffe. What did they do to get the giraffe into her holding food. area? They were jiggling food. a bowl of food. And that's how the predominance of these programs work is through food. They use positive reinforcement. You get me to do a lot of things for food. Operant conditioning. Um, Big Cat Rescue in Tampa that I will one day actually get to go to. Um, they operant condition the tigers so that when the tiger, they do the click and the association of a meat reward. So when they tell the tiger paw or up and it puts its feet up on the thing so they can visually look at the tiger's belly through the fence, it gets food reward. So yeah, even though some of those tigers, and I've watched the videos where they snarl and throw themselves at the handlers, they still do what's requested of them because they know the food is coming. Right. So that's my problem with the breeding programs is people need to understand that these animals really... They continue the life of that species, species but, but they will never captivity. repopulate yeah. anything um, lost in the wild. Yeah, You also have to look at, like, I go back to tigers because it's the one I'm most familiar with. Tigers, in the United States, they didn't keep separate the different species of tiger. They can all interbreed because they are the same species, but each one's habituated to a certain area in the globe. Right. So you can't, you really shouldn't breed a Russian tiger, whose formal name I can't remember right now, and an Indian tiger, whose also formal name I can't remember right now. We've blended them in this country. We've bred them in captivity against each other. Right. So that's a problem because even if they were able to, let's say, have no contact whatsoever with this animal, they just drop food from the sky into the cage. Where do you put them? Where do you put this? Because it's no they're not longer Russian or Indian. It's two different climates. <clears throat> so right. where would they be able to survive? Um, so it's it's important to continue the species. We don't want to lose them, but with the understanding that these animals can't be put back out, they wouldn't survive. And if they were able to survive long enough, of, and they came across people, you run the danger now of having a predator, an apex predator. Or an elephant that's, you heard them say, five tons. Yeah. Going, hey, who's got food, guys? <laughs> you know, it, it's a little bit of an issue. But uh, hang on, I'll go get you a pack of apples. Yeah. No problem. So, I mean, it's important, and I love that we have these things. I personally would like to get to the day where all zoos and, and things are just animals that... Rescues. Are that rescued, can't live in the wild for one reason or another. Yeah. You know, like... There's no, there's no, if this animal went back out, it would die. Let's put it right. here where someone can care for it and it can live out its life in a, in, in a safety with medical care and in a, in a habitat that is of appropriate size, As appropriate size and correct conditions. Right. I've seen stories of people who like, a, what was it? It was like a polar bear in Peru and people were trying to get it out because it was just the most horrible conditions and you shouldn't have that kind of thing. But I'm pretty sure there isn't a pole in no. Peru. I believe there's closer to the equator yes. than a pole. So, so uh, definitely that bear is not happy. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's, you know, it's important. It is important to have certain, these are, these are institutes, the reputable ones are institutes of higher learning, basically, for animals. People study their behaviors, their illnesses. We document them. It's how we learn more about the species. They are important in that respect. But again, I do hope we get one day to a zoo isn't so much 
a zoo as it is basically a sanctuary for rescued and medically unable to survive animals. Sanctuary is the word I like. Um, Also, it's not a zoo. It is not a zoo, but, you know. How many people remember that commercial? Not a zoo. But what does that mean? It means it's not a zoo. But what does that mean? It means that it is not a zoo. Reenactment of the first <laughs> actual times. conversation in our house when the first time we some, saw the no, actually it wasn't in our house. No, it was, it was in, in wilderness in one of the report, uh, resorts. Um, in but the, the cabins. Anyway, the show was really pleasant. Yeah. It was fun to watch. I'm looking forward to future episodes. Um, both to see the people that care for these animals and that you can see genuinely are loving to them and attached to them and, you know, refer to them as their friends Mm -hmm. um, and to see the animals themselves. Yeah. And that you see the little more of their habitat than you would have seen just on the, like, Kilimanjaro. You saw, you know, the medical facility for some, in in some ways. Right. It was really nice. Well, thanks for listening. If you're looking for fandom-inspired gifts, please out, please check out Kate's Rosaries on Instagram, Etsy, and Facebook.